Hello, I'm Daniel, and this is my wife, Kimberly Graham. And we're your Money Mastery Coaches. We work with high-earning power couples to guide them to financial harmony in their financial communication. Utilizing the affluent synergy framework, even if you meticulously budget every expense and talk money to your partner. Find out more at theaffluentmarriage.com. We can't wait to help you live in love and walk in wealth. Right, welcome, welcome, welcome everybody, hey, everybody to Better Together Tuesdays, hosted by the Affluent Marriage Podcast. Tuesday, guys, I'm loving this, and I love that we get to talk to different power couples and just have conversations. It's a good time. Yeah, I don't know if this is like a secret, but we're extroverted, so this is just know. a good time for I us. Like, know. I love talking to people, and a lot of these people you know, and I don't, so it's like a learning experience for me. So I love it. I love yeah, meeting new people. It's great. So I just want to put this out there. If you are a power couple out there and you're watching this and you're like, I want to be on this podcast, yo, DM us, hit us up. It's a simple application and we want you to be on here. But that so calendar we can talk is filling you. up. So by the it time sure you get is. on there, like you've already got like 18 people confirmed. Sure so, you is. know, like in like half a year, you know, you might be <laughs> on this show. I no, don't know. no, no, no. But, but today, definitely yeah. today we have found someone that we feel truly embodies our mission as a power couple. And if you're not familiar with that mission, our mission is simple. We are looking to help you to take control of your shared finances and strengthen your relationship mm-hmm. by aligning your goals through strategic communication. Right. So we're going to bring on our power couple for today. I'm going to add them to the stage. There we go. There we go. There we go. Wait, wait, wait. Do the heart thing. Do the heart thing, oh, Kim. Do, do the, the heart, heart thing. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's, Let's give them some hearts. I don't yeah. know if yours... Does yours do this? Does your... <laughs> so like... Our, no. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So it's our it's our phone, right? It's our so phone. I don't know what your webcam oh, is, but so, wow. yeah, we're using the continuity camera with the iPhone. That's what we run our video off of. Yes. So like the emojis, what? like if I do like a thumbs up, like it'll Ooh, be like thumbs. that's super cool. How crazy is that? It's really nice. tech whiz. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, you know? no, because a couple of videos back, I tried doing that, and I was like, "What is going on?" She was actually losing her because mind. It she thought respond. she was being hacked. She was yeah. like, "What?" What, where is this stuff coming from? Because it responds to your voice too. So if I say something like, oh my gosh, that's amazing. So cool. It will like give me a Sometimes. thumbs up. And I'm like, what? Is- you got to scream someone- it. Scream like, God? what is you going like, on? Did you like- Dave, and then it'll register. <laughs> right. So yeah. So oh, then I figured cool. it out. And apparently it was an update on the, the phone, which is our, con- like we use it as a, our camera because it's way better than the Mac camera. But anyway, that's, yeah. that's neither here nor there. Welcome to the better team. What's going on with our camera? We're looking kind of rough, but you look amazing. <laughs> you look amazing. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, John, oh, he's like got this. that beard, man. I'm telling you. Yeah, he already got a beard wrong. compliment, so he's thriving. Um, yeah, now I'm feeling it. Yeah. yeah, no, I'm actually, I'm growing mine out for the winter, yes. you know, so, so I'm excited. trying to grow it out. So when I trim it, normally I do like a four, and now I've uh-huh. let it, it's at a six now. So I'm going to try to get it to like an eight yeah, on the clip there. when I trim it. So yeah, yeah. No <laughs> that's true i've already I shaved. Pretty much I don't shave ever it's always just a little trim really yeah dude for it to look that good and you you just give it a little trim here and there man blessed yes yeah. it is a blessing I and a curse it. because i got like super hairy legs too so ah, yeah i got those i got them <laughs> yeah he will never cease if he sees a dude with a really good beard game he's always always we got you because dude, we know always. what it takes to like get there so it's like yes. okay. Respect. You know gets what? I feel like it. it's very similar to the power couple like swag. Like when we see another power couple, we're oh, like, yes. you know, we yes. got you. So I'm so excited to jump into this conversation and talk about you guys. So people know us, right? Because this yeah. is our little series. Yeah. Who are you? Yeah. Tell us about yourselves. Who are you? What do you guys do? Yeah. Okay. So my name is Peyton. I met Kim about two years ago when we both, um, well, she's still in the financial space, obviously, but I was in the financial space working as a money mindset coach. And I think one of the first things we did together was the She Means Wealth conference. And that was so awesome. And from then on, we just kind of like stayed in contact. And I have to say, I'm like really impressed with you, Dan. Like when I first saw you, like, I guess like, I'm a girl's girl, like I'm a woman's woman. And so I'm always kind of like protective, I guess, like over people. It's really weird. Okay. And I loved Kim so much, like from the moment that we met. And I Same. thought- I love her so much. Oh, 
I love that. And I was like, this, this dude's probably going to be so freaking lame. Like it's not, but then like she started putting you out there on Facebook and like, I started seeing the things that you guys did together. And then I heard your voice, which was like incredibly shocking. Everybody says that. Everybody, Everybody says, says that. that. And I was yeah. like, wow, I'm really obsessed with them. Like Yay. I can low key see us like actually being friends in real life. And usually I don't oh, feel that way because there's so many women in our space, Kim, like in the online business space that like their husbands kind of just become a hindrance, you know, and like they grow so massively and their husbands never like follow along. And so it becomes a thing. And then when I saw you guys, I was just like, Mm. that's amazing. I love this. Thank you. That's so very sweet. Mm -hmm. That's so, so sweet. And honestly, like, I agree. Like, it is definitely a big thing out there. And you say that, like, that I put him out there. No, no. He has not been on social for, like, the better part of almost a decade. And he came up with this idea of, like, let's do a podcast because he was tired of seeing me go oh my gosh this woman i'm helping her with her finances in her business and we're getting to the household stuff and her spouse he is not wanting to get on board and And it's crazy drives me insane and he was like we got to do a podcast to talk about the male perspective of what it looks like to be a unit and what's crazy to me is like (laughs) not only have you seen that and said that but like peyton was describing that too like what is it with like these households and like the division between like like when someone's trying to get on board the other one's like whoa 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 like i've been holding it down for so long and and like things have been good like why are, why are you trying to step on yeah. toes now and like shake it up yeah. it's just wild to me it's wild. just wild like, it is. and i think it doesn't even happen just with money yeah. like it happens in your yeah. instance because you see it a lot with money but sure. like on my end like going through marketing and like business coaching and working with people growing their businesses, it happens on that front too. You know, they start trying to step out of their comfort zone or do something new or be successful. And it's like their husbands don't want to come along with them. So Mm -hmm. I've, I've had clients like that where they're like, they hit that stopping point of growth. And the only thing they can tell me is like, well, me and my husband are fighting about it a lot. Like he doesn't want me to invest anymore. He doesn't want me to keep working on my business. He wants me to go get a job. I'd be willing to bet that like 85, maybe if not 90% of those guys are probably just like a nine to five W2. Like they had no type Mm -hmm. of background. Yes. Yes. They don't understand investing in yourself by in like a coach or something like that. Agreed. Go to work, get told what to do, come home and then your work day's over. Right. I think well, it's a new concept for a lot of people, right? Because, you know, growing up, you think, all right, you you go to college. So you, you pay yeah. that investment in yourself by going to school for college. Or if like you're going to like a, a mechanical school or something, like you'll you'll pay that money to invest. But like the idea of paying for an online coach, right? It's like, whoa, 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 whoa. You just like like you did, you gave a coach like 25K, right? It's like, whoa, 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 you're gonna spend college yeah. type money right. on an online individual, but they don't realize like that's that's like it's entrepreneurial like our, school. What do they call yeah, that? It's like getting an MBA. <laughs> like yeah. I literally have my MBA, but hey. in stuff that's so niche. Yeah. yeah. 25K in a coach is a lot cheaper than 25K in a student loan too because yeah. that crazy interest. I mean, is a better investment in my opinion. It's, yeah. You know what? 100%. You, you just nailed it right there. Like that's that, that answers that objection right there yeah, because absolutely. you're right. And you're getting it in something that you're actively doing. It's like you're getting hands-on experience and mm-hmm. making money while paying. Like if yeah. only you could do that in school, right? Yeah. If right. only you could do that in college. Like yeah, actually you're going to fail forward either way. Right. Like, whether you do that after business school or whether you just go into business and just run with it like you're going right. to fail forward either way so right having someone like essentially spot you mm-hmm. and help you move forward through mm-hmm. those challenges it's crazy it's yeah, pretty- i didn't even know it existed until a few years ago like yeah. it's yeah. honestly in my opinion the college degree is getting more and more expensive but less and less valuable yes. especially when now we have this online space where like there's no ceiling you know yep. what i mean it's, right I don't know. 
That's no, a whole other conversation. Yeah. It is. It's it like is. it's off track, but it's on track. Because like I left, we both were education majors. So I, I felt like I left college with my degree wildly mm-hmm. unprepared for yeah. the classroom. Like oh, my yeah, best wow. experience being in the classroom was like student teaching that senior year. And it's almost like I wanted them to put student teaching the freshman year. Because like you, you, you waited know. all this time, you spent all this money. And then once you get in the classroom, you don't know if you're going to sink or swim. Right. Like, yeah, they need right. to give you that experience in the beginning and be like, yeah. oh, dude, you can't yeah. manage kids. Oh, you, yeah. you're not ready. Yes. Well, they so, probably have a lot of people drop out. Yeah. <laughs> Today is day one. We're just going to throw you in a kindergarten classroom and kind of walk away. Yeah. <laughs> Legit. Like, are it you literally built for this? needs to be in there because there are so many teachers who quit after the first, what, two to five years teaching because okay. they're like, no, no, you don't pay me enough for this because that's mm-hmm. the other thing. You don't pay me enough to do all this work. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And, oh my gosh, my point so is much there. the hands on like teaching the hands-on experience is so valuable and with online coaching that's what Mm -hmm. you're getting Mm -hmm. someone is like walking with you hand on hand hand in hand in that space and helping you build your business and they've already been there it's not like they're book smart they've already experienced it they've already like seen all the potholes so when you are working alongside a coach who has the the already the they've already seen the end game right they're able to say hey 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 that's that's a pothole come over here this is how you're going to pivot to get to your desired goal you're going to get there even faster in your desired like goal so i 100% agree with you like there's a whole there's a whole rift there and i'm so glad that you know again that goes back into the power couple dynamic when you can recognize that instead of being threatened about the because I think it, there is a little bit of protection that comes from that. Like, mm-hmm. I want to protect you. I don't want you to make a mistake yeah. because what you don't know, you don't know. But it, it's like that it, it comes out as I'm threatened by mm-hmm. what's going to happen when you learn or I'm threatened about what's going to happen when you have this new perspective. And it just needs to be more education around it, honestly. So I'm glad we went down this little rabbit hole. Oh, that absolutely. was a great conversation. No, 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 so, okay. <laughs> I, so remind me. So, who are you? Yeah. Is where we were. <laughs> like, <laughs> I know who you are, but like, we, we got off on a tangent while Peyton's yeah. introducing herself. Did Sorry. you want to add anything else about what you do? Um, well, please yes. remind, remind the listeners. Yes. 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 Sorry, so listeners. technically I am now a business coach and brand strategist. Um, money mindset work is a huge piece of what I do still in business coaching. Um, because I really don't think that you can have a successful business without doing that work in some capacity. Um, but right now what I'm working on is really just helping solopreneurs that are having a hard time with their marketing, just really simplify how they're doing their marketing, based it on buyer psychology and teaching them how to create more compelling marketing. Because I know that this is like another tangent, so I will not get off on it. Like it's okay. take the whole highway. Like I'll just tell you a little bit, but things in the online space are changing and it's no longer enough to just show up and say, Hey, this is what I do. Do you want to buy it? Like you have to give people a compelling reason to buy. And so many people are having to go back to those brand foundations where they're clarifying their messaging and making sure that they really are actually positioning themselves as someone who's actually needed. So that's what I do now. I love it. I love it. Oh my gosh. That was, that was the perfect tangent. Honestly, like we needed to hear all of that because it really just gives you a whole round 360 version of like where you've come from and where you Mm -hmm. are now. And I think you're super valuable and you're right on Joshua. Yes. Can we call you Josh or Joshua? Wait, hold on. Is it Jay, Josh, Josh, Joshua? Joshua. I prefer Joshua, but Josh does not hurt my feelings. So if you slip up and say Josh, don't like apologizing, do anything. Okay. 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 Cool. 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 My name is Joshua. I am a realtor. I also have a W2 job as a massage therapist. Um, I don't have a whole bunch to say like Peyton did about what all they do because that job is kind of self-explanatory, realtor and massage therapist, right? Um, But I will say kind of going back to the husbands being supportive, I think uh, the really, the main reason that Peyton and I work so well well together, like being supportive of one another is because we started our uh, entrepreneurial journey together with, I don't know if we can say names of businesses. So I'll just say, you know, we started with a big name MLM together and that's kind of how we grew to learn each other's strengths and weaknesses and Mm -hmm. work together and be supportive. And I I think that's why it's easier for me as a guy to be okay with her success and kind of how much more awesome she is than me at, entrepreneurship 
Wow. Oh, sweet. So what I thought and you he, were going to say is that you support her by giving her massages. Right. That's where, that's where the yeah, she's honestly a weenie. She can't Everyone always says that. Like anytime that I tell anyone that he's a massage therapist, they're like, oh, so you're getting massages all the time. And I'm like, no. Nope. Like, do you what? come home like from your job as a receptionist and answer your husband's phone? Like, no. Like, he's done at the end of the day and he always <laughs> makes sure to tell me that. And then oh if he doesn't God. reluctantly, I always still rub her shoulders. It, it might okay. take her 10 minutes of like badgering me, but yeah. Yeah. Kim makes fun I, of me. Yeah. Cause yeah. once upon a time I said that I would go and as like a hobby or whatever and learn how to do that so that I could give you, it was like, I was spitting game. Like I was like talking like back in like <laughs> high before school we were married. This before we were married. Yeah. I was like, yeah, girl. I'm going to learn how to give massages. Yeah. And like I'll take care of you. And, so, and that never happened. Never happened. And yeah. she makes fun of me when I try to like rub her shoulders and stuff. It, She's like, what do you get just off get me. off? Just you gotta, <laughs> do it myself. You got to know the anatomy, man. Yep. There's, yep. A, there's a lot of technique in it. And not only that, but like he, he, I don't know why you even said that you would do that because I regret it. If he, if he tries to rub my back, his hand, like he can't handle it. He's like, my hands are all tingly. And I'm like, <laughs> I think, yeah, I have an undiagnosed condition. He I don't like this like, such. He yeah. doesn't like when I rub his back. I'm like, what is this? Like, no. I, I, give me a like i i want that deep swedish yeah. Like, oh yeah like that's oh man missed yeah Peyton, see i cannot on. handle much pressure at all like i'm very yeah. like <laughs> Whoo, it hurts. Yeah. and i have a pretty i'm pretty heavy-handed so it doesn't oh. does not compute yeah yeah i'm i'm jealous for you <laughs> <laughs> like, uh i don't know what i would do if i had that all the time like right hey i need a massage but well, my goal is to get me. away from doing massage therapy and just strictly on my real estate game i mean okay. i've been a realtor for a little over a year now and i don't know if you guys are familiar with the real estate industry but it's like <laughs> i picked the worst possible time to get into real estate and that's right. how I know I'm going to be good at it because I'm still having some success in this like down crazy yeah. market. Yes. So every day is like a journey for me because I'm like being a real estate agent, you get thrown into situations that you've never been in before and you just have to kind of figure it out. Yeah. And uh, I'm, I'm good at that, I guess, kind of keeping my composure. So it's, it's yeah. exciting. It's man. Out. Yeah. I'm getting better, and better at it every day. Yeah. No, I think that's amazing because if you can do it now, you can do it in any climate. Yes. Right. Absolutely. So yeah. you're, you were thrown into the valley, but trust me, you're going to have lots of like pinnacle moments because you'll be like, oh, please. Right. <laughs> Do you know when yeah. I started? In five years, I'll be like, I survived 2023. So I survived. Absolutely. I survived. Well, that's I, awesome. And I feel like they're probably awesome. sifting yeah. through all the fake realtors right yes. now who uh, are going to bail out and be like, no, this isn't for me. Yeah, kind of yeah. like in uh, the amount of that I've seen just in like a year and a half that I've been licensed this while. Yeah. Mm. The even yeah. in 2020, you could even say that about entrepreneurs. How many entrepreneurs mm -hmm. did we find that came through yeah. and they're like, "Oh, I'm going to be an online coach. I'm going to yeah. be a business." And like, We're 2020 entrepreneurs ourselves, we just right? stuck it out. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And how many are like not here? Like, yeah. no, no. That's I went like, through. Um, I decided that I was going to get back on my Facebook game and stop being like an Instagram exclusive person. And I started going through my Facebook list and it, a lot of these were connections that were made in like 2020, 2021. And I was going through and just looking at like everyone's last post, 2021, 2022, wow. January yeah. of this year. And it's, I mean, I unfriended hundreds of people who just like, I had made all these connections of these new business owners that are just gone now. Yeah. Not there. So yeah. People are really. not picking it out. You know, That's it, it's always going to be a cycle of, yeah. of in and out. And you yeah. have to be resilient in this day and age with any kind of business mm -hmm. because it's, I don't know, it's super competitive. It is. But also yeah. like a downtime in the economy. It's, it's a crazy balance that you have to find in order to be successful. You have to be okay with, Sometimes not making not money for like a whole month. There's you, you know, yeah. you got to figure it out. Yeah. Yes. Oh, which brings us. Listen, we are going all off our our. But I told you it was going to be a very casual conversation, and we're just going to find our own like. Oh, yeah. this is a great place. Find those same Yeah. Well, <laughs> because I well I do want to know how you guys met, but I think that this is a really good thing because you just said like you might not make money for a whole month, for and there are. Why do you think that? even in your dynamic, having the conversation, being a, a united front around your finances, like why is that so important, especially both going into entrepreneurship where it is a roller coaster 
Yeah. Where it doesn't matter how amazing you are, you could still have a month where things are just not as rosy as you wanted them to be as you're learning. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that actually gives us an edge because we're not in that kind of relationship where every time we do have a down month, like we understand the passion behind being business owners so much that we're not telling each other, like you haven't made money in a month, like you need to go get a job. And so I feel like that actually does give us a leg up versus people who are not in business together. And so we actually met going back to your question, we met actually working for the same company. Mm -hmm. So we met working at Massage MB um, in Mississippi, I was in the front of the business and he was in the back doing the massage. And um, we both worked there for several years. And then once we got together, I transitioned into like, same, um, same company, but different franchise. So okay. like the company itself had multiple franchises. So I transitioned into a management role at another one of their franchises. She was actually my boss for a little bit. Yeah. Like, I was his boss me. for like a really short <laughs> period. So That's when we decided to tell everyone, Hey, you should probably know that we're dating. Yeah, you one should another. Know that. Yeah. Right. And then she got a promotion out of it. So it was yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. I got yeah, a promotion out awesome. of it because I went to a different store. So that's awesome. That's kind of, <laughs> given us an advantage too because we both came from like we both had the same beef with the company like you know the way things were handled obviously the pay was part of it like I was mandatory 50 hours a week to meet my salary so like I could Mm -hmm. not get below 50 hours a week he was working you know more than he ever had making less money like after getting you know his degree at college and so we both kind of have that insight of like where we would have to go back to if we weren't That's what I was going to say. That's business. what keeps me going. That's yeah. Like, right. Yeah. And so we really both understand that. And I think that it's, I think that helps with our communication because I think if you are in a situation where you don't understand the other person's nine to five or like what kind of career or job that they've left, it's really hard to like not say go back because yeah. we always want to look at other people and be like, Oh, well, you're kind of just being a baby about it. Like right. you kind of just need to go and do it and get over it. And so uh, we can't tell each other that, right? Like we, we can't act that way because we both came from the same place into entrepreneurship. So Peyton kind of interesting at quitting actually when you went back to home and said, you remember that? I did. Yeah. So when we first started as entrepreneurs in 2020, we went probably a good six months where we like, we quit our jobs entirely. And we were like, went all in, in like from yeah. the get go. Yeah. And uh, after about six months of making a quarter of what we were used to making, she was like, well, maybe I, I should just go back to work and then you can focus on the business. And then when I'm off, we can focus on it together. Right. She was back a month and was like, nope, it's worse being broke. I mean, it's worse <laughs> being here than it is being broke. So yeah. like, we got to figure it out. Right. Yeah. You know what? It gives you a whole different sense of like, perspective like for him so he like was in the classroom for many years we both were for like well over a decade um while we were getting our masters and all that stuff and he decided after i guess after we were done with our masters he was like let me go ahead and get a certification in in physical education maybe i could get like you know a full-time position like at a different school and just do it for a year and then go back into the classroom because i just want to be able we just did a lot of work I just want to take a breather and then go back and just do something different. And I was like, all right, cool. So we got a certification, went in to physical education. And then that's when the pandemic happened. And he was like, never going back to the class. Like, I know what that's like. Yeah. And I know, especially what it's like now, yeah. never going back. I will yeah. do whatever I can do to be here. And now with the business on top of it, he's like, we will do whatever we got to do to like build this business where it needs to be. But yeah. until then, this is good, but I'm ready to like dive into this new adventure. But yeah, yeah I get you. Like, you're just like, Nope, I know what it's like back there. Don't want to, don't want to do yeah. that. I'd rather yeah. be broke. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah, just make smart decisions. Even when you're not making a lot of money, if you know what you're doing with the money you got, you can make it through. I mean, yeah, we've made it work. <laughs> I'm, I'm all good with grabbing some great value. If it means that I don't have to work a nine to five, you know, yeah, right? and it's yeah. all going to be worth it one day. So yeah, one day we'll walk past that great value, just balling and be like, get whatever you want. 
Yeah, yeah whatever. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think I can ever let go of that Aldi life. I love Aldi too much. I you love Aldi. I, I'm Aldi yeah. all the way. We just got one like three or four months ago and yeah. it's just life. my life. Life changing. <laughs> We, we, so we have like a, like a, like a, a strip center, I guess, of all these different, like, um, you know, places. And I don't know what it was beforehand, but when they told us that around the corner, we were going to get an Aldi, I was wow. like, oh, this is right. such a good thing. We literally, it's just like around the corner nice. and I, I'm in my happy place. It's the most. Yeah, last time I went to Aldi, she was waiting in the car with the girls. I got in and I looked at her and I said, I've never been so happy to spend $250. It's like, yeah. so Buggies yeah. overflowing at Aldi for $250. Yeah. So much $250. That's like two shopping carts full right there. Yeah. That's, that's incredible. Yeah. Mm. Oh my gosh. Okay. You asked the next question because I, I, I feel like I've been talking. I'm enjoying this. He's enjoying it. Too, right. But yeah, he's no, reading. <laughs> no, I was looking at this. So I guess my question is because it sounds like a lot of the times that you guys have been, because of your background, you've been very supportive of each other through thick and thin, through it. But like, I guess what happens when there are those disagreements that's right like that's when yeah when things are tough like how do you guys go about you know settling those disagreements like just when she that wins. happens she wins is that how oh, it works no, not always. <laughs> no i mean honestly we just hash it out until we can come to some kind of yeah. agreement i don't know we, we uh, just open and honestly talk about it you know like not saying we're like intentionally like twisting knives over here but even if it's not what the other person wants to hear, like there's been some times that I've had to look at him and say, like, this is, this is a mindset issue. Mm-hmm. And it's, that I've said that a lot. <laughs> I've said that a lot because that's, that's my jam, right? That's, yeah. that's what I do. And it's been uncomfortable and it's really right. hard to be, especially to be like a couple that has emotional intelligence and a couple that works towards growing their mindset it's sometimes really hard to address that in the other person because it does feel like an attack. Yeah. And so I think honestly, I mean, if we're being totally honest here, we are, I think the conversation around money, not necessarily the conversation about it, but how we've addressed it has changed a lot since we've gotten really involved in church. Yeah. I was definitely yeah. And yeah. since yeah. we've, um, you know, like, gotten closer with God and put God at the center of our marriage. I think it really has given us a perspective shift because now when we talk about money, like there are going to be times as a couple where neither of you have a solution. Like there's going to be times where it's just like, there's nothing to do. And so when you can look at each other and say like, let's both collectively turn towards prayer and turn towards each other versus expecting the other person to fix it because I think that that can be really a hindrance. Like when you're both an entrepreneur is that there have been times when we first started our businesses, like when we were working in finance together, it was really easy for us to say like, well, why didn't you get any appointments? Like, well, why didn't you book anything? (laughs) Like, why didn't you make any more money? And how many policies that's not right healthy. This right. Yeah. right. And that's that's not healthy and it really doesn't change anything so mm-hmm. i think the less mm-hmm. confrontational we've gotten with each other about it the better our results have been yeah. right as you have to do work on yourself separate First, yeah. from your spouse in yeah. order to to kind of get on that same wavelength like just examples now like if we have any issue with like a disagreement about money, how money's going to be spent or, or whatever it may be. If I come across something that like changes my mind a little bit and in favor of the way she's been going, I'll send it to her and say like, Hey, I heard this from someone else. And I kind of understand that better coming from them, but I know it's the same thing you're saying. So I see where you're coming from now. You have to do work on yourself and kind of try to put all that together. Mm -hmm. True. I love that so much. Just that you said that just like that, I heard it from somewhere else because sometimes it does take another. I, oh, it takes. She'll say something outside of it. Yep. Yeah. And it's so it's so funny because like let's not act like this is not something that's normal. Our kids do this to us all the time. Yeah. Right. How many times do I tell you, no, don't do that. You're gonna hurt yourself, child. Yeah. And they're like looking at me like, what? Why would you? No, I'm not gonna listen to you. But then have someone else say it. And all yeah. of a sudden it hits different, and they're uh-huh. coming back to me. That happened to my today. We were at a play date, and they uh, the girls that we were at the play date with had these cute little dresses on 
And I was like, oh my gosh, I have this book of stories. We could read the stories and act them out. No, mommy. Okay. But have her friends say it. We should act out the stories. All of a sudden, it was the best idea ever. And I was like, I just said that, child. But we do the same thing. Sometimes it takes an outside source. It does. It It really does. Sometimes Sometimes you're just too close to the situation. But Mm -hmm. the, the big thing to take away from that is when you hear it, to make sure that you know you are aware and that you let the other person know, hey, I kind of I understand that. Yeah. yeah, don't just hide it in and be like, oh, she was right, and I can't. Yeah, you know what oh I mean? my yeah. gosh, right? Because that vulnerability is important, right? Mm-hmm. To understand that, like, if if she said something and it happened to be like I didn't get it now, but I I get it then, but I get it now. Yep. To be vulnerable to say, hey. I heard you. I heard it. I heard it. And I I agree with you. This is where Mm -hmm. I'm at. That takes some intense vulnerability that takes like, you know, dying to self, whatever you want to call it, like understanding that we're in this together. You are my best friend. You are my partner. And by me grumbling and being like, oh, I'm so high and mighty and I need to do this to save my own perspective is not healthy that's that's yes ego is not that's not healthy either right for me um listening to that like you know you had your disagreements before but something that changed for you was your faith right and when when you have faith in whatever your religion is right Mm -hmm. what's happening is you're taking those principles and those values and those beliefs and you're applying them to your relationship and it's so important to have those ground rules and like that open and honest that foundation right so if someone, even if someone's not, you know, faith-based, right, there's still foundational principles that you can put into your relationship, you know, transparency and mm-hmm. open and honesty and yeah. respect and no yeah. judgment. And you're right. not going to raise your voice and yell or use offensive language. Like there's mm-hmm. like, like almost like a code of conduct that yeah. you need to apply to your conversations so that you can have those disagreements respectfully, right? There's right, a respectful yeah. way to disagree with someone. Right. You don't always have to be like, oh, well, you know, what a uh, happy wife, happy life. Like that, that's not, that yeah. doesn't need to be well, a thing. I know we always say it as men, but like yeah. that doesn't, it's, it's not a good little joke for certain times, you know, it but is. it doesn't always apply. Right. Cause like for Kim, right, we had disagreements about coaching because. Kim, all right, has an addiction. I do. And it is coaching. I love coaches. She will hire a new, like as soon as she finishes this one coach, she will go on and be like, so babe, I found, I found like three more potential uh, oh, candidates for my, my next coach. And I'm like, whoa, 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 Kim, Kim, you haven't even applied the principles of the first coach yet. And you're already looking at the next, she, she, yeah, yeah, but this person's amazing because this person is better at marketing or this person's better yeah. at this or this person's better at this. And I'm like, babe, whoa, deep breath. So <laughs> yeah. we, we had like, we're the same person. Hey, I'm all yeah. cool with it if I see that return already. You know, like right. make your money back first. Right. Like, right. <laughs> you ain't even made a dollar over what you spent yet. Let's just yeah, right. exactly. I'm yeah. like, all right, look, babe. So we've we've we had our disagreement or whatever, but we've got it now to a point where it's like, all right, you're allowed to do what? One, it sounds like I just one like enforce co- no, no, this. No, 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 like, and the thing is, I agree. I agree. Like, this was an agreement agreed. we had to make where I was like, okay, and again, that goes back to that, like. I need to recognize where I'm at right now. Like I need to recognize and and let go of my ego. Like, yes. Right. I, the first thing of an AA group is like, like acknowledging, right. I, I acknowledge, acknowledge it. Hi, my I name's have Kimberly. A problem. I, I love coaching, coaching <laughs> but like being able to say, you know what? You're right. Like, let's just really like go back. I have had a lot of support in the last like, you three know, years, three years of your business. Mm-hmm. I have had a lot of wins and I know that there's Absolutely. like so much further I can take from the information I just got mm-hmm. and from the transformation I just got. Yeah. So now I'm like one coaching program. So I will, I will, <laughs> I'm not going to excuse your addiction here, Kim. I'm not going <laughs> to excuse your addiction because I understand and I'm the same way. But sometimes I think it's like that bright, shiny object syndrome. Yes. Like we look around at what everyone else is doing and we get curious. Mm -hmm. But I also think that sometimes it's, we've been kind of shamed like in the online space, we've been inundated with all of these beliefs. Like I never had the belief as a person that if I was doing something by myself, I was doing it wrong. But when I stepped into the coaching industry, there was all this content that's just thrown at you. Like if you're doing it yourself, you're never going to figure it out by yourself. And so mm. you stand alone as an entrepreneur and you're like, well, if I don't have a coach, like I right. can't do this on my own, you know, so and true. that's not always the case. A lot of times, like, like right now I've had to tell myself, like as much as I really want to pay for a program or something like that, like mm. I actually have enough information 
to take and grow my business. When I get to a point that I do not have enough, when I do not have enough information, then I'll hire someone. But like right now, like, Mm -hmm. and what, and faith is the big thing that changed that for me. Like I'll say that again, Mm -hmm. that's the big thing that changed is that I don't feel like I always have to have someone outside of my marriage and outside of my God to provide that belief in me. Mm-hmm. Like, whereas before I did, I felt like I always had to have someone like holding me accountable or I was going to quit. And yes. we all hit that point as an entrepreneur where we're like, there's no quitting. Yeah. No yep. quitting now. Like at the yep. beginning, it was kind of questionable. Like, well, I might quit. Like if things get <laughs> real rough, I might quit. Yeah. But then you hit that point where you're like, there is no quitting. Like there is only figuring it out. <laughs> yes. Oh right. my gosh. That's so good. And I, I know that you you were kind of talking about just like general, like, but we've had a lot of the same experiences when we first were figuring out finances. And I think that's one of the turning points we had too, where, you know, our financial, um, I guess, experience, our program was through our church and understanding that like tithing, which was really important, you know, like they were like, oh, you should tithe. And that was something that even though I grew up in church, like I'm a pastor's kid. I never tithed. I didn't know what that meant or how to do it. And it was always like, here's an extra five bucks I have here, there, like, sure. And it was like a tip, right? (laughs) But it wasn't until, it wasn't until I was like, no, we need to make this a, a, um, yes, intentional. Sorry. I'm looking at my time because I'm like, oh no, at 930, all of my apps shut off. (laughs) But we're good. So I was just like, oh no. (laughs) Um, But I had to be really intentional about doing that. And so, and so we had to be intentional. That had to become a pillar that had to become a foundation mm-hmm. of like, this is a non-negotiable. And I will tell you, that's when things shifted for us, because like you said, instead of our perspective of like, oh no, we want to get for us, our goal was to get out of this debt and to understand our finances. Instead of looking at outward sources, it became it's us and it's God and we got to make it work. And we're trusting that the Lord will provide and all that stuff. And I mean, even still, like what you just said was right on the nose about like, you know, even in entrepreneurship, we can expect we want a kind of like a crutch almost of like, I need to have somebody else being there because I don't trust myself or I don't trust my relationship. I don't trust what God has already given me. I don't trust operating in that fully. I need to have something else always kind of giving me that like boost. Like you got this, you got this, but what if I already external validation? And we're trained to do that. Like, you know, how many times at your job or at your nine to five, was it like, here's your bonus. Here's your pizza Friday. You guys can wear jeans now, you know, (laughs) like we're looking for that validation. Yeah. When you're in business, you don't get that. Like no, you get yeah. testimonials and you get money, but like in the day, you have no external validation. Right. So you, you get a lot of no's, you get a lot of no thank yous, you get a lot, a lot of like doors, no and it, it wrecks <laughs> yeah. things. You really have to have a good like faith, which is yeah. why, again, having your spouse support as like system. your support system is so important, not yeah. just in the building of a business, but like in the financial realm as well. Like yeah. I need you to be my supporter so that I don't have another thing that I have to be freaking out about. So think about the impact when your spouse is unsupportive and yeah. things are not going well in your business and yes. you need that support system, but they're like, you haven't brought in any money yet this month. Yeah. Like what's going on? Right? Don't well, it typically is. the pressure, I'll, I'll speak for the guys on this front. I won't speak for the women, but typically in that situation, I think the guy's probably waiting on that to use it as yeah. his ammo. Like you're, right. you're frustrated because you haven't had any money. That's what I said was going to happen. Why don't you just Ooh. go back to work? You know what I mean? Get a nine to five, right? Oh, yeah. and how to great, like, how, like, does that work, like, wreck at the spirit? Of- I, know. I know. That's you know, a, people really be in relationships like that's that. a big, big oh. mindset issue that probably stems from their upbringing. Right. But that's a whole other. It is. It is. But if we unpack that, like, there's a root cause, right? There's, there's an underlying issue. Like, he's saying that because he has priorities mm-hmm. and beliefs and values about money. So we have yeah. our master class about money languages, right? right. So mm-hmm. that's that's why that's where we start because mm-hmm. everyone has like, they're like, he wants to bring in a consistent flow of money. Why? Because yeah. there's something that, you know, is a security. We were Wait. just talking about this last night. Yeah. Like yeah. maybe it's that he really wants to invest, but the money's not coming in, so he can't do that. Maybe he wants a, you know, an emergency fund, but he yeah. can't. Maybe he wants to have a lifestyle, but he can't do that because the money's yeah. not. So, there's something that speaks to his language, his right. money language, but he can't 
flex that because there's not that money coming in. So he lashes out and says, well, go get this money consistently so that we can, you know, have this value that I have. So Mm -hmm. they got to be on the same page with their Mm -hmm. values. Oh my gosh. Absolutely. That's where she's helped me tremendously is just trying to get to the root of like, okay, why are you freaking out about this this right now? Why are she yeah. would like ask me question after question after question. We were driving one day, learn where we were going, and I'd answer her question, and I'd be like a little aggravated. And then she'd ask another question. I'm like, "Where is this going?" She's like, yeah. "I'm trying to figure out where the actual problem is." And we're yeah. like, right, we, we figured it out. We yeah. <laughs> figured it out. I got mommy issues. <laughs> <laughs> That's where it came from. But so, doesn't yeah. it feel so much better though when you can like? be vulnerable and open that up and go, Oh, yeah. that's where it's coming from. I can take a big sigh of relief. I don't have to yeah. hide behind that anymore. Or I have, right. I have to let yeah. that build up in the back of my mind and go, mm-hmm. why am I so frustrated at this? Like yeah. I just yeah. keep lashing out. I have to do this with my kids all the time. Like with parenting, like where is this coming from? I'm not yeah. mad at my kids. I'm mad at the way I responded to something and I have to, it's that slowing down. Like mm-hmm. we don't, we say this in so many things. You have to go slow to go fast. Like yes. it's that intentional slowing down and going, where is this coming from? Because the yeah. way I'm talking to my kids or the way that I'm talking to my spouse, the way that I'm handling my money is not, this is not what I really want. Yeah. Like, yeah. What is happening here? It's autopilot. Yep. It it's autopilot. Well, when you yeah. finally uncover mm-hmm. what the root is, you'll like, you'll actually be able to reflect and realize when it happens. Like I yep. did something the other day and I'm like, like getting mad at my kid about something that's stupid. I'm like, I am my mom right now. Like <laughs> everything I hated when I was a kid, I'm doing it right now. Yeah. And then yeah. you have to uncover it in order to realize you're doing it right. to fix it. Yeah. Right. Oh, no, it's important to identify those those trigger warnings, those things that are going to set you off. Yes. Yeah. Um, and one thing. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead. Say it. Say it. One thing that I wanted to make sure that I mentioned to you guys, I was wondering about our conversation and like what was going to come up. But one thing that was big when it came to our communication. I know. I hear somebody in the next room. That? I'm sorry. Okay. Oh, okay. Very, very faint. Very yeah, faint. Okay, you're fine. Because I'm hearing like doors and like our everything. grandparents are here. They're out there watching with the our kids. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, um, one thing was big for me was yes, addressing those generational things on my own, like the things that have impacted me and like why I'm acting that way. But I also had to kind of identify where I was replicating patterns from my parents because like a lot of people our age, like a lot of people come from broken homes and I was fortunate enough not to come from a broken home. But what that means is that I also had a certain example set for me one example my entire life. Right. And so I was replicating that pattern without there even being like a need. Like one thing that's big in my family is like my mom and dad are total opposites. Like my dad's the big saver. My mom's the big spender. And so there was always that dynamic. And even after working on my money mindset for months and months and months, I started realizing that even though I didn't feel that way, like I didn't identify with a spender anymore. I was still replicating those patterns when we communicated about it. Like I was still mm. acting like there needed to be that secrecy or that protection there. And yeah. it's like, why am I replicating this pattern when like, that's not who I am anymore. Like I don't identify mm. as the big spender anymore. Like I don't identify as someone who can't control my spending anymore. And so just really digging into that and saying like, how can I break this generational pattern yeah right yeah you've done great thank you yeah oh look at that oh my gosh hey when i met this girl she probably couldn't even have told me what how much money was in her bank account (laughs) like yeah go to the store and hoping it works kind of it's like oh you only have five dollars left five dollars to buy a smoothie let's go get it let's go yeah let's do it i love that we really need the smoothie you know like yeah or are we just if I had five dollars in my bank account, I'm breaking out in hives, like right, you know, stress right. sweat. <laughs> and up. I'm like, I have enough money for this. <laughs> this it's half off apps at Applebee's. It was me and Carl. Yes. <laughs> so I can get boneless wings. Yeah. You will never Maybe find me tip. in an Applebee's. Never again. again. For the I rest don't of my never life. Again. This is uh, accurate, but it's just kind of my thought process. Is uh, and the reason that we kind of work so well together and communicate well is because 
because we came from opposite ends of the spectrum with you know yeah. upbringings and we kind of like met in the middle mm-hmm. if that makes sense like yes i knew way too much about my family's very poor finances when i was a kid and she like knew nothing about the good financial situation that she was in and kind of I don't want to say yeah. she was spoiled, but if she wants to say she was, she was. And, if she wants to say she was. <laughs> yeah, I know. So we want to know what both ends of that look like. Right. So we have yeah. a different perspective that we can bring to one another and kind of come to like. Absolutely. Ground. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Good deal. I love it. This is good. We went completely off. We did not ask any of the initial questions that we had, but I feel like this conversation was like, but it on. answered every question. It answered right? every question because <laughs> no, absolutely. Because the whole point is to find couples that are strategically communicating mm-hmm. and they're aligning their goals. Yep. And that's so everything guys, that we displayed, right? Yeah. Tips and communication, having that foundation, you know, how to settle disagreements. Yeah. Like we, everything yeah mindset around it why supportive unsupportive spouses how to un- come on how to find that root and like dig it up like i mean we yeah. talked right. about it interrogating all. your husband in the car when he can't get out because the car is <laughs> yeah. moving like yeah. we've, we've uncovered the secrets yes we yeah. talked about ego we talked about it all yeah. so in order to wrap this up i want to make sure i ask you guys because it's this, this really important we want this to be a platform for you guys as well um can you tell us like not just where to find you if we wanted to you know work with you but also like if you have anything that you want to share you are welcome to pitch so like sell yourself sell yourself what do you got going on how could <laughs> I, right go. i love this the hair flip i and, am realtor yeah. joshua do it yes. do it up yeah well i mean if you live in alabama yeah so um, my handle on instagram is joshua moran realtor um on facebook you can just find me joshua moran realtor at jwre gulf coast so if you or anyone you know that might be listening to this wants to buy any kind of vacation rental in Gulf Shores sure. on the beach in Alabama, I know there's probably some investors that are going to listen to a podcast like this. I'm your guy, sure. man. We got uh, some of the best yeah. cash flow and rentals in the United States are along the Alabama. And some of the most beautiful beaches in yeah, the white world. sand, pristine like, beaches. You hear Alabama and you hear like, you think accent, and you, and you don't. You don't think beach. Yeah, you, yeah, don't, you don't. You don't. Beach, but we have some but, very beautiful beach. But we live. We're about thirty minutes from the beach right now, and I mean, like yes. just white sand, beautiful beaches. Like I so forget. I had no idea. Yeah. Like wanting to host a retreat or Ooh. going on a little family vacay. This is a perfect spot. Yes. I forget that Alabama is literally Gulf of Mexico. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. And I think that's the part like, that my brain does not connect yeah. until I'm like, oh, you're thinking yeah. of like all part. Yeah. 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 Well, we're like, we're right on the Florida panhandle. Like, we're probably like, yes, 30, 45 minutes from the beach, but we're also 30, 45 minutes from Florida as yeah, well. So, we're right on the panhandle. Beautiful. Yeah. Perfect. Yes. Okay. Good well, deal. You can sell yourself as well. Yes. Go for it. Yeah. I'll do it. I'll sell myself. So, <laughs> you can find me on Instagram, um, Peyton Morin with two underscores after because apparently the real Peyton Morin has already taken that Instagram handle. <laughs> um, but right now, I am working one on one with entrepreneurs. Mostly women. I will work with men, um, but I don't prefer to. <laughs> I just know the female struggles, right? And like most of my clients are like me. They end up being moms. Um, they're staying at home with their kids while they're trying to build a business. They want to do it effectively. They don't want to be wasting their time, like chasing all these different strategies and tactics. So um, right now I'm running an eight-week brand accelerator. So that is actually going to be really great for someone who feels like they have been missing those foundations. Um, Someone who does like really want to dial in their messaging so that they're making sure that they're actually covering buyer psychology and like nurturing their leads, moving those leads toward investing with them. Um, So that's fun. But I'm all over social media. You can pretty much find me anywhere um, and yeah, I love to connect, even though I am on the marketing front and the branding front right now, I'm always down to have a money mindset conversation. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of my content still revol- revolves around marketing and mindset and money and yeah. yeah. The mindset so, is so important. Like It is. There's a mindset piece to literally every single thing you could ever do ever. 
So exactly. Yeah. Yep. I think you're a really great. But once you know it, it's just like you can't unknow it. (laughs) Right. But I I think that's great, even if you're working with business strategists and in trying to get your mindset, but also trying to get your money mindset too. Mm -hmm. She is the package, right? Because if you're making all that money, you want to know how to manage it. You want to know how to think about it. You want to know how to like, you know, make sure that you're wrapping your head around it. Peyton is your girl. Peyton is your girl. And embody it too. Like there's so much pressure in the online space, like to sell high ticket. And you just cannot come from a place making twenty or thirty thousand dollars a year and embody a business owner who is charging thousands and thousands mm-hmm. of dollars for packages. That's just not the way it works. Like your income thermostat is not set to that level. You're not ready. You will definitely feel like an imposter. You will definitely feel like an imposter. <laughs> yes. So, yes, and I also have a podcast too. I've been kind of lacking on Shout it. Shout it out. It's really hard to do with two kiddos. Like y'all know how it is. But I'm yeah. getting back on it. Don't we? And it is. Um, Wired for Wealth is the podcast and it's conscious conversations about business and money. So we have conversations just like this and we get into the deeper things instead of just like throwing out strategy and throwing out actionable steps. It's more like getting in deep behind the scenes. Our content is good. You you need to get back on making it, but what's on there is good. You need to get back on there, yeah. Love it. We love. A lot of you have a podcast as well. Oh my god! Yeah, keep selling. But um, I'm at Costco right now. Faith-based podcast for new Christians where they can come and have like um just I don't want to say taboo, but biblical questions that don't get really covered in church, like not your just standard regular questions. Um, so. Good friend of mine, he lives in Clinton, Mississippi. He's a pastor of a church up there. And uh, we had the idea one day when I was just like bouncing random questions off of him. And he was like, dude, people, other people need to hear this. Yeah. So we started a podcast yeah. on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. It is called The 3-2 Podcast. And that's based on um, 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 2. I'm Get it. obsessed. When you say power couple, right? I was gonna say, like, congratulations on being a power couple. Like that is Thank you. you as well. You yeah, y'all well. too. Y'all are so awesome. I love your intro. Was your good. Intro. I liked it a lot. That's yeah. what I was about Thank to you. say. Like your intro, like I love that. I love all those pictures. You gotta get Alicia and Bryce. Bryce and Alicia. Bryce yeah. and Alicia. They were our, our very first. first like Better Together podcast. Go check them out. They're absolutely phenomenal. They're in Detroit, and they they are in audio or no. Like, I always do this photography and videography duo. Okay, absolutely nice. phenomenal. I can't wait till I can hire one of those for my podcast because I'm doing it all myself on GarageBand and it takes me like four hours to come up with like (laughs) a mediocre intro. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, hey, we can talk about that too because we've got this podcast and all that stuff. I movie, GarageBand, all that. Goodness gracious. Right. This was a fantastic episode. Yeah, and Thanks for having us. This is going to be so much fun. And listen, for all of you guys listening, you have a reason to go sure to Alabama. You have a reason to go to Alabama. You have a reason yeah. to go vacation. You also have a reason to learn more about marketing, money mindsets, real estate, pa- podcasting. It's all here. <laughs> it's all here. Things. It's all here. <laughs> so, yes. Yeah. All right. You can get okay. more with the Morans. More with the Morans. <laughs> oh, I like that. We might so have to take that. I don't really know. Good. Like when we did financial stuff, it used to be money with the Morans. So Ooh, that's yeah. so cute. Yeah. That, that might come back up. You never know. So you can keep that one. That one was yeah. yours. You can we'll keep that, that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you so much for coming yes, on. Thank you for Go. having us. Yes. Thanks. Live in love, walking well. Take care, guys. See you guys later. Later.